expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 52 points this morning from yesterday's close at 12,874 on turnover of 2.1 billion NT. The market gained ground on Thursday to edge closer to a return to the 13,000-point mark, as investors awaited an update on the U.S. economy. Minister of Digital Affairs Audrey Tong says the government is set to review proposals for the distribution of revenue for news content published on digital platforms. According to Tang, her office will be meeting with representatives from local news media outlets and international digital platforms to discuss the issue in the coming weeks. The statement comes as media outlets and lawmakers have been pushing the government to introduce legislation aimed at ensuring that news media companies receive payment for content published online. Tang says the planned talks will be focusing on issues related to how much digital platforms should pay in compensation for the revenue losses. The Ministry of Culture is currently looking into how much revenue local broadcast news outlets have lost due to their content having been published on online platforms. In international news, Russia has accused Ukraine and the United States of operating a biological weapons program. At a United Nations Security Council meeting, Washington's representative firmly rejected the accusations as an attempt to justify its war in Ukraine. UN members also met to discuss nuclear issues in Ukraine, including allegations that Kiev is developing dirty bombs. William Denslow reports from UN headquarters in New York. The meeting was requested by Russia and its UN ambassador Vasily Nembenzia maintains that the US is supporting biological weapons research in Ukraine. He alleges that Kiev and Washington are even experimenting with weaponized migratory birds and mosquitoes. The US ambassador to the UN says the allegations are a pure fabrication without a shred of evidence. The councils also held a meeting behind closed doors to discuss the nuclear situation in Ukraine. The Director General of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Rafael Grossi, says it will take a matter of days for a team of investigators to determine whether Russia's claims that Ukraine is developing dirty bombs has merit. It's a charge Kiev vehemently denies. William Denzelow, New York. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. and Canada will work together to cut the insecurity knot that has allowed gangs to create a humanitarian crisis in Haiti. But neither Blinken nor Canadian Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolly committed their country to leading a military force to the Caribbean nation. Blinken told a news conference in Ottawa during his first visit to Canada that the issue is a work in progress. 
Blinken said Canada and the U.S. agree that more likely needs to be done to support the Haitian National Police to restore their grip on security. The International Monetary Fund says it has reached a deal with the Egyptian government that paves the way for the country to access a three billion U.S. dollar loan. IMF officials on Thursday announced a staff agreement between the Egyptian government and IMF leaders. The 46-month deal includes a series of agreed-upon economic policies that Egypt would implement, that would in turn allow it to access a loan of around three billion. In the hours before the announcement, Egypt's central bank announced a series of key rate increases. The Egyptian economy has been hard hit by the coronavirus pandemic and the war in Ukraine, events that have disrupted global markets and hiked oil and food prices worldwide. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.